Have you heard of the guy who is ten feet tall? Scares people away because he's got no face at all. Super long arms with tentacle ends. But the tragedy is he just wants to make friends. But um dum dum slender man. Sympathy for slender man. He hangs out in the dark because he's got nothing to do. Or his very best suit just to impress you. Have sympathy for poor slender man. He's too tall for a car, so he walks all the way He always tries to surprise in case it's your birthday His breath is bad because he can't brush his teeth He tried to take off his mask and found a mask underneath He bumps his head when he enters the door His shoes are shy because it's hard to find size 24 His DVR is broke, he's out of groceries too He's scanning cause he saved the biggest portion for you But um dum dum slender man Sympathy for Slenderman His raspy voice is just a common cold He's got so many arms but nobody to hold Have sympathy for poor Slenderman He hangs out with the trees Because the trees don't judge His friend requests ignored By Sadako and the Grudge Sympathy for Slenderman always doing the best he can just don't let the song get stuck in your head or he'll show up tonight at the end of your bed and no one needs slender without ending up dead no sympathy for slender man welcome to the conspiracy therapy podcast with ryan larry and joshua and today again making his second appearance it's mr marty say hello marty am i still here yeah yeah the handcuffs have not been released yet and today we are talking about the one the only slender man It's a skinny person. Run away. They don't like carbs like us Americans. But he's nicely dressed. Indeed. I was taught to only accept strangers' candy if they were nicely dressed. Indeed. Larry? Yes? Why do you look at me? You're talking about Slender Man, then you look at me. It's like you're trying to guilt me into something. <laughs> Larry. Are you trying- <laughs> Is this your intervention? <laughs> I mean, he's drinking Miller Lite. What more do you want? Yeah. We've called you here today for... <laughs> for an in- no. <laughs> On a scale from one to ten, ladies and gentlemen, what do we think? Let me show you a quick picture of this guy. Okay. Right on. You're looking at it. What do you think? One to ten. Larry. Uh, if I'm the general manager of the Chicago Bulls, I'm hiring him as the center. <laughs> Ain't nobody going to the hoop on that guy. Right. But if he if he's well, he looks friendly. He's holding that girl's hand. Yeah, but I think it's the black and white picture plus the <laughs> yeah, it's um, all black right ambience now. with the, like kind of nineteen twenties y fog. She doesn't effect. look scared, so I'm not too frightened. Well, she's under his spell, Larry. Put a spell on her. Come on, give me a number. 
according to this text, the number would be 616. <laughs> Damn it. <laughs> what happens when you use phones for things <laughs> all right josh i mean he looks sad i mean his head's kind of cocked down and he's got an emo look slender man's a little bit emo you know though i mean <sighs> looks like he in watches all, in all seriousness i mean based on that picture i'd give him about a three and you what you you didn't two even- See that? I yeah. The picture's not great, but it's the not helping. The, the thought that's of, the best picture I found. <laughs> You're not helping. No. The the thought of Slenderman is like an eight or nine for me. Yeah. yeah. However, the, the on paper he's like an eight or a nine. In practice, he's like a four. Okay. I'm gonna go with nine. This is one of the creepiest cryptid slash urban legends that's come about, I would say, in recent years. And I'm, you know, from about 1989 until, we'll say, 2002, I was convinced Freddy Krueger was like the scariest monster that had been created by people's imaginations. And there wasn't going to be much else that was going to top that. I mean, for me, it was the Golden Girls. Oh, oh, right. Blanche. <laughs> Never forget. Um, frightening. B. Arthur. <laughs> the Slender Man, also known as Slender Man. I guess that's... <laughs> Slenderman. Jewish, Jewish fella. Really tall. You know, to be honest, Slender Man sounds like a German condom to me. <laughs> das ist Slenderman. For the penis that is not long yet still is skinny. Before you go out, make sure you have your slender man on. Ooh, you brought your slender man. Don't go in there without a raincoat slender man. The slender man is a fictional supernatural character that originated. Originated. Is an internet meme. A meme? Created by something awful forums user Eric Nutzen. Watch me meme. Is watch me, May May. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I thought it was pronounced <laughs> May May. No, it's a meme. Oh, okay. You watch me meme. Me me. I mean, well, watch me May May. I saw a oh, GIF that said it was May May. <laughs> Soldier boy. Don't make me cut you. <laughs> Eric Nutson, <laughs> a.k.a. Victor Surge, created wow, this in Wow, that's an 2000. AKA and a half. <laughs> he created it in 2009. It is depicted as resembling a thin, unnaturally tall man with a blank and featureless face wearing a black suit. So, minute bull. In a black suit. But white. With a blank face. Yeah. So, not minute bull. No, no reverse no minute bull. Featureless <laughs> face. Stories of the Slender Man commonly feature him stalking, abduct, abducting, or traumatizing people, particularly children. The Slender Man is not confined to a single narrative, though, and appears in many disparate works of fiction, typically composed online. Fiction relating to the Slender Man encompasses many media, including literature, art, video games, such as Marble Hornets. Outside of online fiction, the Slender Man has had impact whoa, 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 whoa. on back, 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 We're not going yeah, back. Yeah, 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 we are. <laughs> Sorry. My, my, did just, they, just like, re- did, real quick clarify Marble Hornets hey, for me. Pop culture co-host, I need you. Well, I was going to say, to date, there's actually been 17 games based on the Slender Man. Of course, the most popular is the Slender, the eight pages. 
which is a game in which you're walking around. I played it's it. Okay, dark too. It, yeah. It's the you're walking around in a wooded scene. It's nighttime. There's different uh, like those tr- uh, construction type trailers. You know what I'm talking yeah, like yeah, on yeah. construction sites and whatnot. And the basis of this game is extremely simple. You start off and there's eight pieces of paper, like these eight pages scattered throughout the map. You have to find them. That's it. But the Easy, Slender right? Man. No. Because that Slender Man, he's going to find you. Big, tall German condom. Yeah, and it's it's pretty cool. Um, when he finds you, like if you look over, all of a sudden he'll be standing, staring at you. The closer he is to you, the screen starts to shake and get staticky. Mm-hmm. And if you if he gets you, it's I don't know, it, it like the whole screen shakes. It turns into white like white noise, and I don't know, it's kind of creepy. Hmm. Pretty good game. Those games, Slender the Eight Pages and Slender the Arrival, um. Actually, one of those games. Did you play that on Xbox? I played it on uh, iPad. Oh, really? Mm-hmm. Was it creepy with headphones? Yeah. Uh, Did I you mean, play Five Nights at Freddy? Yeah, it was. It was a lot like that. Right. It was a lot Pop like out that. Scares. Yeah. I mean, all of a sudden, the dude would just appear. Yeah. And and you couldn't look at him. If you looked at him, then you would lose basically. And so that's the thing. There was no gore in these games. It wasn't like none. It wasn't, it was, it, all it was was like, oh my god, what's that? And then you're like, well, and I feel like there will end up being a revival, if you will, in the Slender Man universe, because there actually is a movie oh, no. adaptation oh, confirmed. And Michael Bay! No. It's uh, being written by David Burke, who's known for his horror film, 13 Sins. Mm, and never heard of it, and I'm a horror <laughs> fan, so it's it's the actually being it's in production this year and should be coming out next year. Well, there's you, actually a, a and on, even no, though you guys ahead. can't see it, and maybe we can post it when it, the time comes. They've already have a like you post a, our polls. I'm just, just saying. I'm sorry. Here's a picture of what he's going to look like in the movie, I guess. If you want to make the cheapest movie of all time, just put a dude in a suit and white gauze around his head and put him well, in the woods. No, it, like, yeah. actually, the way everyone does it <laughs> for Halloween, man. <laughs> they uh, they go to any one of those Halloween stores and buy one of those suits that cover your yeah. entire body. They buy a white one, just put a tuxedo on after that. The body morph suits? Yeah. Those are hot. I'm okay, bl- I'm sh- they look hot. Beginning in 2014, a minor moral panic occurred over the Slender Man after readers of his fiction were connected to several violent acts, particularly a near-fatal stabbing of a 12-year-old girl in wa- Jesus. Waukesha, 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 Wisconsin. Sharkesha? I think it's Was- This is what happens when you give Juggalos different ideas. <laughs> That's probably true. We're going to have a Juggalo episode down the line. Don't you worry, folks. Don't give him the fucking time of day. The Slender Man stabbing occurred on Saturday, May 31st, 2014. 2014! In Waukesha, Wisconsin, when two 12-year-old girls lured another girl of the same age into the woods and stabbed her 19 times. That's crazy that two 12-year-old girls would do that. Hold on. 
Allegedly, they did this in order to impress the fictional character, the Slender Man. Oh, well, then now it all makes sense. Yeah. Right. After being stabbed, the victim crawled to a road and lay on a sidewalk where a cyclist found her and called 911. She was rushed what to a hospital. What is the cyclist doing on the sidewalk? He belongs on the road. He's part of the, the general driving public. We draw. We drew a big chalk line just for you guys. Come on. What the f- what the flip? Finally, uh, he censors himself. Well, they, <laughs> what the farts? They didn't tell you the month before they got rid of the bike lanes and changed to Slenderman lanes. So. Ah. <laughs> they had to add For safety sake. There's actually only about two feet to drive on now. Because yeah. you're right next to the horse and buggy, and then the oh, Slenderman lane. So many lane, lanes now! And now we've got the Popples lane, which is just a straight right into the sewers. And then the Packers fans only lane, yeah. She says, unite. This lane's lonely for Packers fans. She was rushed to a hospital, at which point she was one millimeter, quote unquote, away from certain death. According That's how you to measure death? <laughs> were, you, were you using the metric one system? One more millimeter, she would have been in heaven. Those fucking uh, Europeans. Oh, dude, no, you're fine. I know you have cancer, but you have at least two kilometers to go. <laughs> you got it. You got okay. it. <laughs> a millimeter compared to a kilometer is a little bit... Of a stretch, but okay, we'll go with it. Well, it's how they measured death in Wisconsin. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> I don't think you need to have them cheese curds there, oh, Ralph. Oh, yeah. You're, you're about, about a kilometer from death. Oh, you're certainly at least two liters away from a heart attack there. Don't I'm, you know you got lots of time? I'm sorry, Bab, you got cancer. You got about uh, three miles left to live. Oh, dear Lord. Oh, God, why? I'm about two feet from a heart attack. Yeah. <laughs> All right. The victim was hospitalized you know, for you six quit days. You quit smoking, you save yourself a hundred miles, you know. <laughs> John there, oh, it looks like you nicked your wrist there. I think you got like three yards there before you need surgery. The victim, the girl that was stabbed, was hospitalized for six days and has since recovered and returned to school. Now, allegedly, these girls are being tried as adults because this crime was so gruesome. Allegedly, yeah. Wow. They could serve up to sixty years in prison. That's like sixty. They'll they'll be sixty before they're. That's like four gallons. I don't. (laughs) (laughs) Everything's the judicial system's measured that way as well. Oh my god. We are fucking idiots. These- <laughs> You're going to serve 10 to 20 ounces. You're the one that's saying they're allegedly going to be tried as adults. Like, they either are no, or not. I'm saying, of course, I'm an idiot as well. I'm the head idiot dunce of this podcast. Bail is set but at 14 no, stone. I'm saying, because of the research that I did about this episode, from what I heard, what I read online, allegedly they don't are want- being tried as adults. Don't want to get sued. Right. I don't want to get sued. Okay, they're being tried as adults. Whatever. <laughs> well, yeah! I'm a lawyer go. in my own mind. This all sounds like hysteria and a bit of the power of suggestion. You think about it. Because I they, can't think because the voices in my head are way too loud. People start to see something that isn't there and it is given such a reality because of the internet. And that's kind of what you get from Slenderman. Because if, you, if you've taken the time to go on YouTube or even Google Slenderman... It'd be really hard for you to decipher what's real and what's not, because honest to God, <laughs> there are so many student films 
so many like historical breakdowns, so much lore, so much slash fiction. I mean, people want to do it with the Slender Man because he's got long appendages. But this isn't uh, new. Ooh, it's with like the- Japanese porn. This isn't something new in the internet age. I mean, there's always been... That's how every of campfire course. story gets exactly. started, is by the power of suggestion Frickin and... student film. I'm Slenderman, <laughs> and I just don't feel like living anymore. Slenderman is a is an extension of my own feelings about life and its misery. Slenderman is just my opinion on the political landscape of today. If only my slender organs could reach out a little farther and turn your frown upside down. Yes. Jesus Christ. (laughs) That fell flat. That was like a popcorn fart. Several scholars have argued that despite being a fictional work with an identifiable origin point, the Slender Man represents a form of digital folklore. Shira Chess argues that the Slender Man exemplifies the similarities between traditional folklore and the open source ethos of the internet, and that unlike those of traditional monsters, such as vampires and werewolves, the fact that the Slender Man mythos can be tracked and signposted offers a powerful insight into how myth and folklore form. Chess identifies three aspects of the Slender Man mythos that tie it to folklore. Collectivity, meaning that it is created by a collective rather than a single individual. Variability, meaning that the story changes depending on the teller. And performance, meaning the storyteller's narrative changes to reflect the response of his audience. Professor Thomas Petit of the University of Southern Denmark. (coughs) Where's Denmark? Does anybody know offhand? It's up by Finland. Okay, cool. Has described the Slender Man, Slender Man, as being an exemplar of the modern age's closing of the Gutenberg parenthesis. The, the time Gutenberg parenthesis? Yes. Oh. After three men and a baby, they discovered <laughs> this. I'm more of a police academy dude myself. But yeah. <laughs> the time period, the Gutenberg parenthesis, the time period from the invention of the printing press to the spread of the web in which stories and information were codified in discrete media to a return to the older and more primal forms of storytelling. So this is a return to kind of an older form of the sp- with the internet. It's like almost kind of like you're, you're, you have these people sending out these magic spells. <laughs> I know what I'm doing. I'm sorry. My fingers wa- you're there. waggling your finger. Like you see a donut. Well, and you're I'm, like, picturing, yeah. I'm picturing like, 1895 like you sit down and your grandpa has a story to tell you to yeah, scare you to go to sleep in bed to tell you, right? you know your uncle Fred when he died we noticed that his appendages used to spread out in weird forms and he had tentacles and he would come in the night and rob you of your breath he was well, I'm going to bed I tell you what sounds sorry. like a Japanese porn you even Japanese t- porn, Josh. You know what? Can we you bar- destroy- can, can you, you know know I just some? realized? We destroyed our through you. line in the last episode. Courtney Love never came up. It's about time. <laughs> you got a break. Sorry. Anyway. Thank you for that input. Because no one wants Courtney Love to go down. So, this was a return to the older, more primal forms of storytelling, exemplified by oral tradition and campfire tales, in which the same See, story oral tradition, re- that was your perfect shot to throw Courtney Love into it. So, you're saying that internet chat rooms are the new sitting around a campfire? 
Yep. God <laughs> save us all. That is so sad. <laughs> Do you ever sit around a campfire and tell ghost stories nowadays? Yeah. Yeah. Hell yeah. Yeah. It's fun. Take a flashlight, put it underneath my chins. You go camping. I do. I end up a playing lot. I end up playing King of Tokyo more than I do tell a ghost story though. You don't sit around a campfire? He does. Yeah. He complains about the lack of Wi Fi. <laughs> yeah. You sit around the, the <laughs> sit around the campfire on the thirty two inch flat screen TV. Yes. Damn it, I can't watch Game of Thrones on this. <laughs> <laughs> Media scholar and folklorist Andrew Peck attributes that's success, a job. Yeah, as the the success of the Slenderman to its highly collaborative nature, because the character and its motives are shrouded in mystery. Users can easily adapt existing Slenderman tropes and imagery to create new stories. This ability for users to tap into the ideas of others while also supplying their own helped inspire the collaborative culture that arose surrounding the Slenderman. Instead of privileging the choices of certain creators as a canonical, this collaborative—there we go. This collaborative culture informally locates ownership of the creature across the community. In these respect, in these respects, the Slenderman is similar to campfire stories. Like I said, so do we want to watch a quick clip of a man trying to summon the Slenderman? Not really. <laughs> I think okay. we're going to anyway. <laughs> What's up, investigators, and welcome to Paranormal America. Um, so, today I'm doing the, uh, summoning the Slenderman. You know, the infamous Slenderman. Um, for this one, it required being in the woods, so, as you guys can see, I know it's very dark right now, but I'm, I'm in the woods. And, uh, for this one, you have to, it's pretty simple. You have to carve a circle into a tree. There's the tree, and here's the little carving knife. Um, looks, doesn't look like much, but it's sharp, so, uh, we, we have to, uh, yeah, carve a circle, then draw an X in the circle, place your head against the, um, the tree, and place your head against the tree, and close your eyes, and start the chant, which I'm not gonna say right now, because it might mess things up, as we know, so, I'm just gonna jump right to it. Uh, apparently he appears behind me or something like that. I'm not really sure, but that's the way it goes. So let's jump right to it. So here I'm going to carve into the tree the circle with the X in it. And I'm going to cut the video here uh, so I can really do this because it's kind of a hard tree. Uh, so it's going to take a little work and I need both of my hands. So you guys will see that in just a second. So here we are with my circle. I know it's not perfect, but it's very hard to carve into this tree. So uh, now I just have to put the X in there. Here we have my failed attempt at a cross, um, an X. Uh, but it's good enough, you can tell what it is. So now I just have to get right to it and uh, let's summon us some uh, Slender Man. So here we have the circle with the cross on the tree. Now I have to turn around, put my face gently against the, the tree and uh, I have to do the chant, which I'm gonna do right now. Um, so. Apparently when I open my eyes, he should be right there behind me. So uh, hopefully this goes well and uh, see you on the other side. Slenderman, Slenderman, all the children try to run. Slenderman, Slenderman, to him it's part of the fun. Slenderman, Slenderman, dressed in dark, his suit and tie. Slenderman, Slenderman, you most certainly will die.
see anything. Uh, apparently he's supposed to be here. I'm gonna take the camera from my camera lady right now and I'm gonna just have a little look around, show you guys what I can see. So you can come with me, you don't have to stand there, come on. So this is what we're looking at. Very, very dark, I know. Um, just trees, trees, and I know you guys may hear traffic. We are kind of close to a road, so, but um, nothing. And that officer is how I got date raped. <laughs> yeah. I. It seems so archaic that you've got to do some sort of chant to get these mythical creatures to show up. Right. Well... There I should be an app by now. Right. Just <laughs> the Slender Man why app. Would, why should we even be talking? There should be something that we can just go to that can just talk for us. You know? It's like, why do a summon? You should have an app for that. You should just be able to press a button and, mm -hmm. you know, we should all just be floating around like fat slobs. You want a Candyman DLC? That's five bucks. Right. Or a Life DLC. Do you think there'll be Life DLCs? Yeah. Like, memory? Do you want to extend your life? <laughs> Gotta pay a little extra. It's I'm called a, it's called American Healthcare. I'm in a DLC to conjure up Candyman. I I just bought a bacon <laughs> DLC. Mary. It was pretty good. Mary. I was about to say, what's next? DLC for your BLT? Ooh, I like the alliteration. It's called supersizing. <laughs> you better you better write that down and send it to yourself, just so it gets postmarked and you have the copyright. <laughs> so I have the it. copyright. Yeah. yeah. So one of the creepiest things about the stabbing incident to me, and I brought up other the power, than the stabbing, <laughs> the, the whole power of suggestion thing from the kind of the MK Ultra episode is that like these people, these people were influenced by something and they became right. so passionately invested in something that obviously, and this is skipping ahead to the verdict, isn't real. It's not real. It's, there is no Slender Man. I'm well, sorry. I mean, you kind of spoiled it a few paragraphs ago and you said it was created like three years ago by of some course. guy named <laughs> right. Victor Surge. A.K.A. Johnny Walker. <laughs> yeah. Surge. And his friend Donald Coca-Cola. Yeah. Yeah. No, it's, it's, uh, it's very, it's very much another one of these things that people become so invested in. And I remember when Blair Witch Project came out and there were people that got murdered because of that movie. Wait, it's not out yet. No, no, no. There's a remake of it. What? I'm sorry. <laughs> they remade that. From they found more footage. <laughs> they found they found new it's DLC. Yeah, and it's an HD. Yeah. I don't know how they did that. Four yeah. K DLC in HD on your BLT DLC. Anyway, so guess what? Um, the stabbing incident wasn't the only violence that happened because of the Slender Man. No. So Would you like to hear a little bit about that? Not yes. really, Larry. <laughs> I'm such a buzz buzzkill. Yeah. After hearing the story, an unidentified woman from Cincinnati, Ohio, told a well, WLWTV reporter her 13-year-old daughter had attacked her with a knife and had written macabre fiction, some involving the Slender Man, who the mother said motivated the attack. Now, the girls, <laughs> supposedly, the girls that stabbed the girl, who was a millimeter away from death, yeah. believed that when they killed their friend, because actually, what they didn't specify, that was actually their friend... They thought the Slender Man was going to take them. So they were so involved and invested in the fiction, they thought that the Slender Man was going to save them. Like a big Santa Claus, except for I, he's not big, he's super tall and thin. How long did they stand there before they figured it out? Were they like, 
20 uh, minutes later oh like ah. i don't think it's i don't think he's coming no 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 if we keep waiting if we keep waiting he'll show up he'll show up how long are we gonna wait it's only been 20 minutes i mean do you think he took an uber or did he walk degrassi junior high is gonna be on in a couple minutes i mean can we go home <laughs> can't wait for this <laughs> Following more attacks, on September 4th, 2014, a 14-year-old girl in Port Ricky, Florida. Florida? Oh, no. We haven't brought Florida up at all. Allegedly set her family's house on fire while her mother and nine-year-old brother were inside. That's not how you get Slenderman to come out, dumbass. He doesn't like fire. You put your head against a tree and make (laughs) rhymes. Police reported that the teenager had been reading online stories about Slenderman as well as Atushi Akubo's man- manga, Soul Eater, <laughs> and Harry Potter erotic fan fiction. Eddie Daniels of the Pas- Pasco Sheriff's Office said the girl had visited the website that contains a lot of the Slenderman information and stories. It would be safe to say there is a connection to that. Also, during an early 2015 epidemic of suicide attempts by young people ages 12 to 24 on the Pine Ridge Indian Reservation, Slenderman was cited as an influence. The Agala Sayo tribe president noted that many Native Americans traditionally believe in a suicide spirit similar to Slender Man. Now, Josh, pop culture? I already said it all at the beginning. Oh, that's true. We don't have many more pop culture things. To- oh, I love... I don't think he influenced music very much. I love the Slender Man guys in XCOM. Oh, yeah? The guy, yeah. Oh, the yeah, guys that wear the suits yeah, yeah. and the glasses. Don't they have, like, pencil-thin yeah. mustaches? No, Ugh. no. They, they just wear, like, little round glasses. They're very English-looking to me. There's something about them that's English. Maybe I'm racist. Oops. I think it's the round glasses. Josh, there is one thing we didn't mention, though. Beware the Slender Man is a documentary directed by Irene Brodsky about the Slender Man stabbing, and it premiered at Mm. South by Southwest in March 2016 of this year and will be broadcast on HBO at an unknown date. So we can look forward to that documentary, I guess. That'll be like the first. Like legitimate, I guess, Slender Man. Yeah, thing. I'll make some food, some tender man. Would you guys like to chicken see... tenders? <laughs> okay, Slender Man, barbecue let's, and ranch. Let's talk about this. I'm still on the food, Slender Man. If there was a movie about Slender Man, who would you cast as Slender Man? Well, who would Manu you want Bull's to direct? Dead. Oh, Ben Benedict Cumberbatch. Are you kidding me? That guy's <laughs> freaky looking. He is kind of creepy looking. Yeah, and he wears a suit. So good. we want someone creepy <laughs> to be Slender Man, right? Never mind. Well, I was, I was going to pull a Courtney Love <laughs> He's lost confidence laugh. on Courtney Love. She can be his know. wacky sidekick. <laughs> I'd go. I'd fucking see Idris Elba as Slender Man. I would. He could do it. Anyway, Jared Leto. <laughs> yeah, he could do it. Daniel Radcliffe, be the, the shortest Slender, Slender Man <laughs> ever. And somehow he has to show his penis in it. What? Look at my appendage. <laughs> Here's Harry's Potter. <laughs> Malleus Maricarium. You're an owl. I think we're done. Yeah. <laughs> anyway. I do think that the cool thing about Slender Man is that it's we actually got to see the birth of a an urban legend and a myth. Yeah. Like right before our eyes. It was and bad. And it was really recent. You think yeah. it's bad? It's like that's the best we could do. 
Really? I think it's I think this falls into your clown category though. He's got oblong features, so you just imagine him like boom yeah. slow down. Well, I don't, the clowns are something that existed beforehand. Like the Slender Man is something new. It came out of nowhere. And th- it is yeah. you know, it's it is just like the Bloody Marys and the Candy Mans and the you know, the thing that you you were told when you were a kid if you stand in front of the mirror and yeah. turn around three times to Bloody mm-hmm. Mary's you're masturbated too much. All right, so we all are never, we all gonna <gasps> say Slender Man's not real for our verdict? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, instead of instead of diving into that silly question, let's think about this. What's an urban legend that actually scares you? What is a creation of word of mouth or lore that's actually really creeped you out when i was a kid when i was like seven or eight i had an older sister and she told me about bloody mary Mm, and it scared the shit out of me i could not say it the third time in front of a mirror you know that's actually your reflection in your mind it's actually i looked this up is 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 actually creating almost like like a drug trip is creating some sort of contortion of your Mm. face if if you look it up, it's 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 actually something with some legitis, legitimacy. I well, promise. it's the power of suggestion. Exactly. Again, we got a little theme going. Because, it's the power of suggestion. Or it's more of also it's it's Sorry. more of a it's it's kind of a combination of that and a self fulfilling prophecy where you're like if I look in the mirror and I say this I'm going to see something freaky and it's going to scare the shit mm-hmm. out of me. Then your so, mind's like, oh my god! Well, plus it's a popple. You were supposed to go in your bathroom and turn the lights out, and whose bathroom isn't like a tiny little cluttered minus for sure? Yeah, yeah. Things well, like I a mean, closet. Yeah, and I, I didn't look an upstairs tiny bathroom with a clawfoot tub. Mm, yeah, scary. forget about it, dude. Forget about it. Scary. Just like a spent bag of Cheetos in the middle of the bathtub. Well, how else do you shit? Then I tried it as a teenager out of desperation. I was like, well, at least I should get laid at some point. And much Josh, to my chagrin, it did not work. No. Mm, bummer. I was going to say the exact same thing. However, from a different method, it was uh, seeing the... There was an episode of uh, The X-Files in which they do the Bloody Mary bit. And I remember seeing that as a kid and it scared the shit out of me. And so since then, I've never, never even came close. If I was in, if I'm in a bathroom and there's no light on, I'm out pretty fast. It hmm. still kind of affects me in a, in a way. Right. I guess the only one I can think of is the boogeyman. Right. Just as far as like, was it a story that you heard as a kid or was it something that you kind of from just looking into or maybe um, just like more learning t- about btk and all these modern boogeymans no it's more of uh mental torture from my older brother <sighs> telling me i was gonna die older brothers like to do that they do but i'm an older brother so you know yeah. you did it you bastard but i love my younger brother now. i know it's weird <laughs> like if anybody else did it to your brothers you'd you'd kick their ass Be like, hey fuck you that's my job yeah exactly you took my job! I'll say an urban legend that actually really creeped me out. Um, when I was a kid, I'd heard um, we moved into a house. And this kind of ties into the ghosts episode a little bit. But um, as far as things that really scared the crap out of me, I remember we moved in, we moved everything in, and I was sitting downstairs. Okay. And 
we got a knock on the door and my dad went to go answer it. And I was sitting there watching, I think like VR troopers or something on the TV. And this guy was standing there like straight out of a movie, craggly beard farmer type. And he was like, I hope you enjoy your haunted house. And that's all he said. I still remember that. And my dad was like, to enjoy it. Thanks. But ever since then, my imagination and went, a million miles per hour. So I was like terrified that there was a ghost. By the way, a million house. miles an hour is how you measure uh, the severity of your cold. Okay. That's good to know. All right. Let's do a round of plugs. Evispodcast.com. Josh. Potty slam at Facebook.com. P O D Y S L A M. Twitter. P O D Y S L A M. S-H-O-W. Right on. You can check out our show and email us at conspiracytherapyshow at gmail.com. Check us out on Twitter at Conspiracy T Show and on Facebook at Conspiracy Therapy. That will be it for The Slender Man. We got more episodes rolling out this Halloween. We would love to hear some of your suggestions, some of your ideas, some of your thoughts, some of your questions. We'll be happy to answer them on a show or offline. No worries. We love you. We'll see you next time on another episode of Conspiracy Therapy. Good night. did it again, Josh. You got so excited you unplugged the mic. This has been a presentation of Beer City Media.